0: We are Stephen and Jill.
1: Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since
0: the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so
1: cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that
0: and more. Stephen, Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Pitella.
1: And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun.
0: Today is Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about your land investing niche actually chooses you, not the other way around. This is not the first time we've uh, discussed this on the show. I guess, as is with most things, since we're on episode 1,646.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, might, there might be some duplicates there's in some here. There's some overlap. But you know what though? I would argue there's a reason they come up, <laughs> because we figure out something new. You know, I'm sure on show 646, we had different things to say about niche than we do 1,646. And no, that's not a typo.
0: This is a, a very common um, theme that you hear in business all the time about how the mm-hmm. business that you ultimately are involved in uh, or choose, you know, or, or you think we, you think we make all these choices. And, and honestly, there, there's a lot of things that just chooses us, like, like. Jill
1: Women? chose me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say that. Let's see. Let's think about it. What are a few things that you that you uh, don't get to choose? Um, you don't get to choose your children.
0: Boy, that's for sure, sure. And you
1: don't get to choose your parents, and you don't get to choose your siblings. So I wish I did.
0: <laughs> and you can, but you can choose your friends, which is why you spend the most time with them.
1: <sighs> you can choose where you live, what you drive. You can choose how you look. You can choose your hair color. (laughs) What what do you got?
0: I don't know. know. You know, we'll we'll figure it out as we go here. Oh,
1: good. That's fine.
0: (laughs) Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free, and don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like.
1: Anthony wrote... One topic I would like to hear about is what people get, oh, oh please. We're having a little, um, what's the word I'm talking about?
0: Teleprompter just technical
1: Technical <laughs> error. <laughs> okay, one topic I'd like to hear about is how people get wrecked in the land business. Well, this is hilarious. Especially if you could add a cautionary tale. My take is that staying away from too much leverage is probably the key to not getting wrecked. It's I like the term wrecked. I
0: that's why.
1: It's I never use that. It's tempting to finance a purchase or two with credit when your acquisition budget is maxed out. Property values go up and down, most of the time they go up. But if you are over-leveraged during a downturn, that debt could be working against you on a leveraged, on a levered basis. Not saying that we will see a downturn soon. In fact, I see the opposite with inflation as a dominant narrative ATM. But it's prudent to know where the risks lie.
0: So I've been communicating with Anthony about this and other things in Discord. (laughs) Correct. I have a lot to say about this.
1: This is good. Go ahead.
0: Because Jill and I were just about flat broke. Oh, in 2009-ish. Yeah. It's, which is about the time we met-ish. And so I was, you know, prior to that, had a yacht. And so we really, really we got wrecked by this, that downturn. And here, the only reason that we made it out of it, and I've said this, I say this in a live event every time we do a live event, multiple friends who are in the same business, not necessarily land, but in somehow in real estate uh, in Phoenix at the time either ended up dead or filing bankruptcy or both. And so we didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was for one reason. We just didn't have any debt. Right.
1: Saved so us. What and we property, did was, we sold those assets. We had
0: tons of property. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a good amount of cash mm-hmm. saved up individually. And we had all kinds of fallback plans and everything else. So uh, what saved us is we took that cash. We sold the pro- some of the properties or a lot of the properties for cash that we and we lost money on it, but we were able to just liquidate it all and go and buy a bunch of houses and, and turn that all around for ourselves. So it's not what I want to do. It's certainly, that's not what we do now, mm-hmm. you know, but, but we got out of that recession around 2011 or 12 because we made some really good acquisition choices, both at houses and at land. And uh, that would never have been possible if we leveraged up. So please take this seriously. If you're young or young in the business, use equity to finance deals, not debt. Mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot uh, express this enough. Oh, Jack, but it's so expensive. If I go get a credit card debt or tertiary debt or you do a second mortgage on my house, it costs nothing. costs 3%. Are you yeah, nuts? Yeah, I don't
1: have to split the profits with anybody. Are you nuts? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I'll make more money doing it that way. Yeah, this is better. So
0: follow me on this. Great. You Now you've got an acquisition that's 10, 10 properties or you have 10 acquisition candidates that are logical. They make sense to you. Right. You have two choices. You can find somebody, uh, deal funding partners within the Land Academy community. Or you can do what I just said, you know, and split the profit with something. It's the numbers. Let's say, let's say you can make hundred thousand dollars on these ten deals. You make fifty, the other person makes fifty. Everybody now you've got fifty thousand dollars instead of zero. Or you could go borrow all kinds of money to do the deal and make the entire hundred thousand uh, dollar profit, which is very tempting. And most finance instructors at the college level are going to say, yeah, you should use debt as leverage, not equity. I disagree with that mm-hmm. because if something goes south, and it always does, always, you can go back to that equity partner and say, yeah, we kind of knew this was possible, uh, but we're in this together. So let's figure it out together. And now you don't have creditors calling you or, and banks repossessing things and all kinds of terrible stuff that can happen that I've been through, mm-hmm. you know, not at not since I've known Joe, but I've been through that stuff in my life. And again,
1: you and know, I have you're, here to, separately.
0: you're here to learn yeah. from, from us. I'm really glad that Anthony asked this question because Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's all peaches and cream on the show. And that's all this is great. And we've got expensive cars. Who cares? The fact is, we've been down and out and we've been down and out together. And that's one of the reasons we built this thing. uh, We built an empire that an empire that crumbled. And when I met Joe, we built it back up together. And it's one of the reasons that we work great. As partners, both socially and professionally, is because we've been through a lot together. It's true. Wouldn't you want to do that with a partner, or do you want to do it with Bank of America?
1: Yeah, you know it was interesting too. I was thinking about affordable housing. We moved into what we could afford. Yeah. And it was what maybe a thousand square feet. I can't even remember with a ki- with kids too. Yeah. By the way, that that was that yeah. was a
0: <laughs> we, it didn't We did it
1: bunk beds, but that was okay. We just don't
0: leverage anything with that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: eventually will get stung pretty hard, yeah. And it's very, very hard to undo.
1: Yeah.
0: If you if a deal goes south and you get, all you got to do is pick up your phone with your deal funder and say this thing went south, we have a couple. And I took them back.
1: And, yeah, I funded. I'm like, okay, great, and that's fine. So it happened. Actually, one's about to close.
0: <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. Today is Jack Thursday. your land investing, and I'm going to talk about your, your land investing niche chooses you, not the other way around. This is why you're listening. I'll start with yet another story. Very recently, I went uh, into a market. Jill and I do separate land deals sometimes, and I'm going to just tell you my story. She's probably got a couple too. And bought a property uh, that I found out during the acquisition process that was conducive to putting a mobile home on it, and that the environment, the environment, uh, the the municipal environment was very pro mobile homes. I didn't know this. I bought the property anyway. With you know, I think we paid twelve or fourteen thousand dollars for it. I was going to sell it for forty-five or fifty, very successfully and very quickly. And it, and that's what happened. We did. I, I rolled it all into Jill's stuff. She sold it. It was a very fast deal. She sold it uh, based on a sign that she, we had a photographer put up. And we all high-fived each other like we usually do. And wow, that's great! We made a lot of money. What I found out later is that if we put a mobile home on it it would have been worth 300000 And so, granted, that's a different animal. There's well drilling and there's a bunch of stuff involved, but you can really hire that out very effectively with layers of people and still make way more than what we made. So this mobile home niche, which everybody loves now, uh, mm-hmm. probably because we talk about it on the show a lot and on the Thursday it calls, mm-hmm. and, and, and by the way, will be the topic of the next career path, which starts in January, is a niche that found me. I didn't go out there and say, I want to buy mobile homes uh, with their own land. I didn't do that at all. And so there's all kinds of niches. There's something going on in discord with recreation land right now that has, it's uh, specifically in the southeastern parts of the countries because they're going into this realizing that uh, it's not, it cannot be built on. It's only for fun. Mm-hmm. And there's a niche for that. And it's it's not one of the, These people have been Land Academy members for a while. Actually, Career Path members, both of them. And they're realizing how much land is this just can't be built on because it it's wet. But, but there's a use for there's it. There's massive use.
1: There's stuff you can do with it. You know what one of my niches is that I love? One of my niches is building a whole little side thing around a broker that I love. Yeah. And now... Oh, that's a great example. Uh-huh. And, and when I found this guy, like I was... I was hearing things about this part of the country. I'm like, I'm going to test this and find some deals. And I'm going to make some calls and see who I connect with. And I connected with this guy. And, you know, now he's like, you need this. We need to get these zip codes and this price per acre. I can sell it all day long. And that's a beautiful niche. So but there's lots of different variations of, of mm-hmm. this.
0: Too many to list. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one I didn't even think of what Jill just said. hmm so it's not necessarily a land type niche like mobile homes or wetlands wet or recreation land now she's building an, an entire operation around one good real estate
1: agent and you should and you could have three of them you could have five mm-hmm. of them by the way have have one in every state or the one in the states that you love yeah. you know what I mean? and that's what's so great too especially if what if this is your this could be your whole business model right you, all you do is send out mail you don't fund a thing you use people in our community for that and you don't sell a thing because you use brokers how there's great a, is that
0: there's a lot to be said for how well you get along or communicate with with a vendor
1: right
0: i'll tell you jill and i just renovated this hub no we didn't renovate it we redecorated heavily redecorated it and there were probably seven or eight vendors involved one guy uh, was a personal recommendation from a buddy of mine who lives in the same neighborhood and he's, he's an electrician slash audio systems installer slash uh, Wi-Fi installer, all of that, televisions, just that, that part. And he and I uh, just hit it off. Mm-hmm. The first time I met him, we just got along. So now we're doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other vendors, I, I, it was the exact opposite. Yeah. Like if they showed up, it was like we were lucky that they showed up exactly. and they let us know that.
1: They made uh, you then, feel that way.
0: And it's just, you know, and that's the way most of life is, you know. Yeah. If you're going to go out with uh if you're going to date five women, one of them's going to be better for you. <laughs>
1: you. You're lucky I showed up on wedding day. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. Oh boy. That's, that's a whole, uh, that's a whole scary thought. I'm trying to think of it other. And there's niches that are around you covered property type. I covered this broker thing. There's niches around parts of the country. There's niches around the type of deal. There's niches around, I do smaller deals. Like I only do things under $5,000 or could be niches. Like I only do things above $50,000, above a hundred thousand dollars. There could be things like I only do deals where, you know, there's title issues because no one wants to touch those. And I figured out how to solve them in, you know, whatever state.
0: I mean, we haven't even mm-hmm. talked about zoning.
1: Right. Oh, zoning means.
0: There's there's yeah. several classes of commercial zoning in uh, tertiary markets around every city that it's shocking what you can use them for. The mm-hmm. like commercial like C3 in a market that we're in is anything from a restaurant to a uh, uh, auto dealership to one of my personal favorites self storage mm-hmm. and then RV storage. And there's, if you do the math on those types of businesses, they're very, very profitable. Uh, they're expensive to get into, but really once it's all set up, very, very cash flow rich and low maintenance.
1: There's people in our community right now that are info lot pros. That's mm-hmm. their niche with all the building going on. They found a pocket and they found a builder and they're just going bananas. So, there's just so much. Yep. I love it. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers and the number two owners.com. So, that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free or mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show.
0: Tomorrow is Jill Friday. She's going to talk about doing deals during the holidays. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I should s- you do a deal during the holiday? You
1: know, I was just, I'm just imagining a Christmas tree with deeds hung all over it. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. No, I don't. I think that would be the coolest thing. Like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> that would be kind of fun.
0: Actually, you know, what you could do is make a, you know how when you do a, a large uh, economic transaction as an investment banker, you get a plaque. Or it's called a tombstone.
1: Yeah, no, I and don't know what like, that I don't know that. I was never an Take like a,
0: a document okay. and make it real small and then you encase case it in lacquer. Oh, okay. So it's like the, size of, the tree? like the size of a man's wallet, yeah. Oh.
1: There you go. That would be nice. Maybe we'll do a deed tree. That'd be I would need several trees for all the deeds that go through this this yeah. uh, this uh, business. God,
0: I can just see our kids rolling their eyes. Like, what are they oh, doing now? God. Now we have a deed tree.
1: This is stupid. Yeah.
0: yeah. I got up early for this.
1: Right. <laughs> And guess what I got you, sweetie? A property. Yeah,
0: that's the every Every child wants a vacant piece of land.
1: (laughs) 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 And I love you, so I will pay the taxes until you graduate.
0: Until you're 18. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. No,
0: you have to pay for something you don't want.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. We, we are Steven, Steven and Jill.
0: Information and inspiration by Undervalued Property.